Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv, and this is episode five. I hope that you guys are all having an amazing day wherever you are in the world. What time of day do you guys normally listen to podcasts? I pretty much always listen to podcasts when I go for a walk or when I'm driving. So I kind of listen to them like usually earlier in the morning or mid-afternoon, but I always wonder when people listen to podcasts. I feel like a lot of people listen to them in the morning on their way to work or school. Um, I actually used to listen before I discovered podcasts when I was in university. I actually used to listen to audiobooks on my way to school because I had about, it was about like a 20 minute bus ride um, to my university and I used to listen to audiobooks. I always used to pick ones that were really funny. Like I listened to the Mindy Kaling books and I listened to Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari. They were really good books. The Mindy Kaling books are actually very funny. I also listened to Eat, Pray, Love. Oh, there's so many good audiobooks. But now that I have discovered podcasts in recent years, I know that for sure I would definitely have listened to podcasts. Um, on my way to school. Yeah, so, whoa, that was a tangent. Hello, how's everyone doing today? Today, the day that I'm recording this, it is Valentine's Day, and I've actually had quite a good day today. I woke up at my boyfriend's this morning, and we just, like, made breakfast, and today wasn't a gym day, so we could kind of, like, sleep in and just, like, have a super chill morning. And then I got home, and I had to make a couple phone calls, and then I ended up just going to the grocery store, picking up a couple things I needed for filming and filming the rest of a video today. And now it is just after lunch and I actually have a naturopath appointment this afternoon. So not a super festive type of thing to do, but I ended up going to a naturopath. If you guys listened to episode three, where I shared my like digestive struggles, I ended up going to a naturopath because I wanted to get a test done for SIBO, S-I-B-O, which is small intestinal intestine bacterial overgrowth. And that is like, I I know in episode three, I said I pretty much got like every test done that you can get. But um, this was one of the ones that just wasn't available back when I was getting tests done. So I kind of found out about it. And then I decided to go to the naturopath and order the test. And it was quite the experience. So you have to do this thing called a prep diet beforehand. And basically there's a list of a few foods that you can eat, but you can't eat anything that's not on the list. And the list was pretty much only meat and eggs. The only vegan things that you can eat on the list were white bread and white rice. And you could have butter so I could have vegan butter. As soon as someone tells you you can't eat something, it makes you want to eat that thing so badly. (laughs) Like I just wanted to eat everything except bread and rice. It just like was such a mental struggle all day because all I could think about was food. So anyways, you have to do the prep diet for a day and then you have to fast like overnight for 12 hours. And then the next morning you have to drink this lactulose solution, which is, I think it's a type of sugar. And that is basically what the bacteria that would be in your intestines if you had SIBO would feed on. And so you have to drink that. And then every 20 minutes for three hours, you have to do a breath test. And it's actually really easy. You just like blow into this thing. You pop a vial into it, kind of like when they take your blood, but you're taking your breath. (laughs) And then you just blow into it. 
And yeah, so you do that for three hours. And then after that, you can eat whatever you want. So it went pretty well. It wasn't too, too bad, but I did that test. And so now this afternoon, I have to go to the naturopath to get the results for that. So I'm a little bit nervous. Part of me hopes that I have SIBO because it can be treated with antibiotics, but also part of me is just like, oh, I kind of hope I don't have that because that means there is something actually wrong with me that hasn't been treated for like five years. Anyways, back to the Valentine's Day things. I kind of wanted to just talk about Valentine's Day for a second because I feel like, especially on Instagram, just like every holiday, just like everything in life, Instagram just blows it up to massive proportions. And I just came across this person's post on Instagram and her boyfriend bought her first he pretends that he buys her like just a white suv it looked like a very nice car and then she's all like super kind of pissed at him which first of all is terrible that's so rude but second of all then he goes to open the garage and there's this like chrome bright barbie pink lamborghini in it and she's all like oh it's so nice i love it doesn't say thank you like doesn't kiss him just like goes right over to take a photo It just like makes me think about all these posts that happen on Instagram where people show that they got a bouquet of like a hundred roses or like a giant massive teddy bear and a whole bunch of balloons. But I just feel like I do feel bad for all the people on Valentine's Day who recently or maybe are about to or currently are going through heartbreak. Valentine's Day was never a huge thing for me. I never really considered it like a holiday. I didn't really care about it that much, but Ever since going through my breakup last June, I just, especially on holidays, I just think about all the people who are currently going through heartbreak and I feel so sad. I mean, guys, I'm going to do a whole episode on getting over a breakup and all of that. We're going to talk about all the breakup things. We're not going to talk about it today because it's Valentine's Day, but if you are feeling bad on holidays or especially on Valentine's Day, all I can say is maybe try staying off Instagram because the epic displays of romantic affection, air quotes, (laughs) um, on Instagram on Valentine's Day are absolutely ridiculous. I definitely like the feeling of Valentine's Day. It's kind of nice when you walk around everywhere and there's like flowers everywhere and chocolate. It's super cute. But I do remember being single on Valentine's Day when I did not want to be single. And it's not a good feeling. So if that is you or if that was you this year because you guys are listening to this after Valentine's Day, I love you guys. You are all my Valentine and I hope you had a good day regardless. Tonight for Valentine's Day, my boyfriend and I are going for Thai food and we're going out for dinner because I don't have that much food in my fridge because we are going to Toronto on the weekend. So when you guys are listening to this, I will be in Toronto and I'm going there to do media for my book. I'm very nervous. I'm going to be on some national talk shows that are live, which is very scary. So I'm going to be doing food demos live on TV. So honored to be able to do that. But then also while I'm in Toronto, I'm going to be doing some book signings. And then my favorite part about going to Toronto is eating all of the amazing stuff that they have. So there's this place It's called Mythology Diner, and it is like kind of an old school type of dinery vibe. They have the best vegan comfort food, and this place makes a vegan fried egg with a yolk 
that runs when you cut into it. I'm probably going to be getting that. So if you want to see that, follow me on Instagram at itslivb because I'm going to be posting all the stuff that I'm eating in Toronto. And oh, they just have the best restaurants there. I'm so excited. The next thing I wanted to talk about, I don't want to lose the people who think that they don't like astrology because this is not going to be like a serious astrology type of chat. But I do want to talk about this because it is something that I got really into this summer and I would love to share some of it with you guys. I don't read daily horoscopes, but what I'm trying to get at is I have this book and it basically talks about your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. And I actually thought that with astrology, everybody just had one sign. And I used to feel like when I would read my horoscope, first of all, I was like, okay, this is so general. It could apply to anyone. It was like, eh, maybe it's kind of true. I don't know. But ever since looking into a bit, looking into it a bit more, I discovered that you have something called your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. So I promise that this is not going to get super technical. I have this cool book that I'm going to read from um, and read kind of like my thing from it, my sign from it. Okay, so for most people, your sun sign is like the only sign that you know. It is the sign that's calculated by the month and date of your birth. So like if you're August 24th, then you are a Virgo. So according to astrology, your sun sign just relates to your life path and the truest core of who you are. I guess that's kind of why there's more of an emphasis on your sun sign in mainstream astrology because it's just like the easy one is just your birthday basically. But then you have your moon sign. In order to calculate your moon sign, you need the date and month that you were born and then also the year and your moon sign it's kind of like the emotional under the surface parts of your personality and then to calculate your rising sign you need the date and month you were born and then you also need the time that you were born so where your sun sign kind of represents your inner self like your true core your moon sign is like what's beneath that it's like the very private parts your rising sign is your outer self so it's kind of like it affects your appearance and your attitude and the way you come across to others sometimes if you just read about your sun sign you kind of feel like there's parts missing or maybe it doesn't fully describe you but when i read my sun moon and rising it was like it honestly felt like it described me so well so i want to read you my sun moon and rising this will also help you guys get to know me a little bit more so Okay, here we go. Virgo, which is my sun sign, is an earth sign. It says, you are a rare combination of earthy and playful. You know your values and priorities and rarely deviate from them, yet manage to be as open and supportive to others and their way of life as possible. This balance takes time and effort to achieve, but you are aided by a huge level of patience and self-discipline that guides you in many areas of your life. Your pronounced work ethic comes from your sense of duty to being the best possible version of yourself that you can be. You're very caring to the people in your life, and small and considerate gestures mean the world to you. It is much more meaningful to you to have the people you care about listen to your perspective and assist you with the things that are important to you than to be a part of elaborate spectacles that will mean little in the long run. And okay, this is kind of funny because I was just talking about the whole Lamborghini Valentine's Day gift. And I think that's why I cringe so hard at some of the elaborate Valentine's Day displays of affection on Instagram, because those things just like to me, those things don't really mean anything and they never really have. But the things that mean most to me are like 
if you're busy and someone just goes to pick up groceries for you or if like you didn't get to eat all day because you're really busy studying for a test and your boyfriend takes you out for lunch or dinner stuff like that it's those little things that really mean a lot to me and they always have okay moving on you're a thoughtful person who enjoys learning and is always seeking avenues for self-growth you are especially in touch with your body and diet and exercise may play a major role in your life. Says you may simply feel better when you are in sync with your body and take care of yourself. Be gentle with yourself and strive for balance rather than perfection in your life and with your body. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that <laughs> those things are definitely so true. Anytime that I ever feel like I'm not I guess picking up the slack in my life like there's just my whole life is like crumbling and falling apart it's because I haven't been taking care of myself I haven't been taking care of my environment those things just really mess with me and I think it's just it's it's part of the Virgo nature to just like having those things in check I'm just gonna cut that off because on the side here this book talks about for each sign it talks about your seduction style oh I should also mention that this book was produced by Cosmo. It was written by astrologers, but like the publisher for this book was Cosmo. Um, but it's actually just a really awesome book. But anyways, that explains why it has seduction style <laughs> in the side. But I just wanted to read this because it's really funny. So it says, a master of subtle flirtation, you never come on too strong. You like to bond with your crush over shared interests and then slowly become the person they depend on most. My boyfriend and I are both Virgos. Our birthdays are two days apart. And it's really funny because this thing where it says you like to bond slowly over shared interests and then become the person they depend on most. So we were friends for about seven years before we decided to date. We were friends like while I was in a relationship and while he was in relationships and we were always just like really, really good friends. And then after my breakup, we started hanging out a lot. And we just like, because we have so many shared interests, we just became so close and it was through those things. So it's so funny that we're both Virgos and that's exactly how we found each other, I guess. Um, and then it also has this thing about relationships. So it says, nothing feels better to you than being swept away by love. You can be very romantic when it comes to your relationships and cherish time together, simply relaxing, listening to music and basking in one another's company. I just feel like these things, they just, when I read it, it I resonated with it so much. It was just like really interesting, but okay, I'm going to read my moon sign next. So my moon sign is Taurus, which is also a earth sign. I said I don't take this too seriously, but I looked into it a lot this summer. And it's just so funny that I feel like the people in my life who get me most, like my boyfriend and my sister and a couple of my friends who just like truly get me down to my core, we're all earth signs. And my sister, my boyfriend and I are all Virgos. So very, very interesting. Um, okay, let's read the Taurus moon sign. It says, you need consistency and stability in your life. Okay. If that is not the most true thing I've ever heard, this is why I don't like traveling because it has to take me out of my regular routine and I hate being out of my routine. It says you also have high standards and strong aesthetic tastes and seek to have as many pleasurable and enjoyable experiences as possible. You may also overindulge when it comes to food and treats since you gain a huge amount of satisfaction from delicious things. It's so funny because when I posted that Taurus was my moon sign back in the summer, I posted it on my Instagram. So many people who are also into astrology messaged me and they were like, do you know 
how true that is. Like the fact that you are a food blogger and you love cookies and like you love like sweets and stuff so much. It just makes so much sense. Your innate need for stability makes you a very dedicated and unwavering partner. You're reliable and relish the happiness that comes from stable long-term relationships. And that is so freaking true. My last relationship was like six and a half years long and I honestly value like building a long and deep connection with someone so much. It also says you are very patient with your loved ones and derive a lot of joy from building a life together. When things aren't working out the way you want, you have difficulty knowing whether or not you should pull the plug. But once something is past the point of no return, you are able to move on. I I actually screamed when I read this. I was in the bookstore reading this and this is what made me buy this book because I was like, if that is not me in my last relationship, um, no, but honestly, I feel like I'm going to talk, I'm, I'm going to touch on this in the breakup episode, but this thing about when things aren't working out the way that you want, that kind of makes it sound selfish, but I think it's just like when things aren't working out the way that you need them to, that's kind of how I see it. When things are past the point of no return, you're able to move on. And for me, like once I got to the point of saying like, I can't continue on in this relationship and I finally like admitted that to myself, then I was able to do it. It's just so crazy. Like this just explained it so well. And the fact that your moon sign is related to your like emotional and like private matters. It's just so, it's just so spot on. Okay. You are also very attracted to beautiful things. This can lead you down a path towards materialism and a desire to build a collection of objects or prized possessions. Yeah, I definitely see that as shopping, which <laughs> if you listen to, I think it was episode two where I talked about my shopping ban. Also, my shopping ban is going very well still. I have not bought anything that was not a necessity. So just wanted to update you guys. It's going very well. But yeah, I definitely have seen myself fall into a path of materialism in the past, which is partly why I decided to do a shopping ban. You are at your best when your desire for beauty and consistency is augmented by quiet time, enjoying nature and life's small pleasures. I love that. Okay, last one is rising sign. And my rising sign is Scorpio. And the Scorpio element is water. So I have two earth signs and a water sign. For Scorpio, rising, it says, you can be somewhat of an enigma to others. You're passionate, intense, and very private. And this is funny because, so your rising sign talks about how you portray yourself to others. And I am always the last person to talk about myself if I meet someone new or if I'm in a group of people or anything like that. I'm always the last one to kind of speak up and <laughs> willingly share information about myself. So I definitely feel like I'm very private. You're keenly aware of the image that you project and decide quite consciously what you want to reveal and to whom. Although you can be very charming and engaging, you're certainly not an open book. In fact, you are a mystery to many, which enchants potential admirers and suitors. My boyfriend always says that even though we were friends for so long, he always felt like I was somewhat of a mystery and he never really knew so much about me. And then finally, when we started like hanging out and getting really close, we discovered that we have even more in common than we thought. Certainly, you're drawn to intimacy and are driven to get to know people in highly personal ways. Okay, we're going to stop reading on that note because this, <laughs> the whole point of this podcast was literally because I was talking about how 
I hate small talk with people and I love getting into like the juicy conversations right away and getting to know people on an extremely personal level. Yeah, I'm never going to get over how spot on this book was for me, honestly. Yeah, they got me. They they got me good. So I think I'm going to read like each season. So the next one will be, what date is it today? Oh, actually, you know what? We need to read Aquarius because Aquarius is ending on February 18th. So all of you Aquariuses, <laughs> listen up. I'm going to read yours and then I'm not going to do this every episode, of course, but um, every few episodes I will do a little astrology update and read the sign that is currently the sign for that month. So currently it's Aquarius. Aquarius is January 20th through February 18th, and Aquarius is an air sign. It says, effervescent and fun with an air of mystery. You are a bit of an enigma even to those who know you best. You draw others in effortlessly with your kind, open, and easygoing demeanor. Yet beneath your breezy exterior, you know just who you are and what you want and are not likely to budge an inch from your chosen path. You are endlessly curious about other people and make friends easily, but you're staunchly resistant to others imposing their views, beliefs, and priorities on you. You have a charmingly live and let live attitude that grants others the freedom to be themselves while also fiercely guarding the right to be yourself. You are very independent and resist being stereotyped. Your friends often say, quite rightly, you're one of a kind. Indeed, you march to the beat of your own drum, which makes you an inspiration for others. You are loyal to those who matter to you and sympathetic when you encounter someone who needs a hug or a pick-me-up. But you're not one to go too far down the rabbit hole of mushy feelings, preferring instead to assess situations, including your own emotional inner workings, analytically and practically. Once you have picked your path and set sail, you can be a creature of habit who is resistant to big changes, especially those that others try to impose on you. But when the need to alter your course comes from your heart, you don't hesitate to pull the plug and move in a totally new and different direction without so much as a glance behind you. This means that others may have a hard time anticipating your next move, but you hardly notice others' reactions to your decisions, much less let them bother you. Instead, you're totally focused on creating the life you have envisioned for yourself. So then I'm just quickly going to read your seduction style, Aquarius. With your friendly charm, you win over many admirers, but you know how to transform a friendship into a romance once someone captures your interest so yeah I think I'm going to hmm, I'm going to tweet out some pictures of the moon charts and rising charts so that you guys can find your own moon sign and rising sign so if you want to follow me on twitter it's at it's live b but yeah i hope that that was interesting to you guys and i hope that it helped you guys get to know me a little bit better too so i think i'm going to end on this note because i have a couple minutes before i have to go to the naturopath so i'm gonna go find out if i have a <laughs> overgrowth of bacteria in my intestine. Wow, we're just getting very personal in this podcast very quickly. If you have any requests for future episodes, definitely send me a message. And again, thank you to everyone who has left a review on iTunes and a rating. It helps so much and I appreciate it so much. I love you all and I will see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.